What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up, Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here, courtesy of Fantasy Alarm on the Sawdust Podcast Network. What's up, Adam? How you doing? How's everything going? How's track season starting for you? How's the NBA shaping up for you today? What's new? Yeah, just watching another exciting Nets game right now. It's in the fourth quarter, and uh, they gave out the over 242 points tonight. <clears throat> Might get this one right with the Nets. It's uh, 219 points with 7.02 to go. Um, of the three props that are done, hit on two of them. And still have Jamal Murray going tonight. Jason Tatum's rebound prop. Uh, he's in the fourth quarter. Um, lost the Orlando Magic, and I should have known why bet on a shitty team. Um, Everybody had the Magic, though, tonight. Probably, yeah. I mean, I gave it out at three and a half. I think it went up to four, four and a half. Uh, I, I don't know how they lost. Detroit is just putrid. It was only their <laughs> third road win of the season, and they just faced each other on Sunday. I just thought the Magic were ready to turn a corner. Apparently not. So, um, so decent start, but still have a, a few to go. Um, so I take it then what you meant was you took the on you you put out the under for Nets Kings. No, I took the over this time. Oh, you took the over. Yeah, over okay. two forty two, and it's one ten one oh nine right now uh, in the fourth. All right, that'll be a good sweat. That'll be interesting to uh, to sit and listen to. You don't want overtime. Why not? Oh, you do want overtime. Sorry, you took the well, over. Yeah, I don't I don't I think they should get there before unless, you know, everyone starts missing shots. Right. Um, but they just played each other on the 15th and uh it was 136-125 and just both teams so bad defensively that I figured this was going to be a real fast-paced game with a lot of points. So, it is so far. Right on. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll be sweating that out as we go through uh, tonight's show. Absolutely. Nice. Well, I w- I'm wishing you nothing but the best, Adam. Thank you. I hope you hit it. I hope well, you hit it. You know, I'm sure some of the wager alarm readers took it too. So, uh, we got to root for them as well. Always, man. Always. And, uh, you know, listen, the, the subscriptions over there, people who are subscribing are, uh, are very, very happy right now. Your, uh, your work has been fantastic. We're coming off of a, off of a big week this weekend. Uh, over there, you know, uh, Drew Phelps hit with uh, with the PGA. Matt Sells crushed the NASCAR coverage on the Daytona road course. So, yeah, it's been a, a very lucrative last seven days, to say the least. So, anyway, last night we talked about the FSGA draft for fantasy baseball. We went through it. Now, it's FSGA week. And they have something new now. It's a, uh, a futures and props draft. Now, you and I did this together last year. Um, and you did not do it this year because <laughs> nobody put you on the email. And I never double-checked to see if you were on the email. So you actually never got a, an opportunity. Does it bum you out that you didn't get the opportunity, Adam? Or is this just one more thing on your plate that you just didn't really need? Yeah, the latter. <laughs> you won't hurt anybody's feelings. We understand. It's a very dude. It's a crazy busy time. Holy shit! I'm actually, while I'm talking to you, I'm supposed to be in a, a mock draft right now. I am in a mock draft right now. I almost missed my picks. I'm on the wheel. Fantasy alarm staff mock draft. So like I'm doing that and recording with you and the whole back and forth. So yeah, I mean it's one more thing on your plate that you just didn't need. Well, I shared the document with you. Um, basically what happens is people is that, you know, it's 12 teams and you draft 
futures and props bets, you, you know, and, and, you know, whoever has the biggest return, you get a thousand dollars to start. Now they, they worked it a little differently this, uh, this time around, Adam, they actually, um, they, they said that, you know, the round that you were betting, instead of just letting you bet however much you want out of your bankroll, each with each pick, it was designated. Like first round was 300, second round was 200. And then, you know, down in uh, in further increments, um, and uh, you know, and then at the end there's a uh, there's a three three uh, three bet parlay um, for uh, for like a bonus round sort of a thing, um, and they saw so you know I like the way they did it. I, I wasn't a fan of the you know the the all the props, but considering they're doing it for only the half year, um, a lot of good stuff, a lot, a lot of fun stuff was represented. Uh, through there, anything from like home run leader at the all-star break, because they're going to be doing a second half of the year one at the next FSGA. They split the year in half for MLB. So it leads up to the all-star break first, uh, you know, and then it's all the NBA stuff, uh, you know, conference winners, overall champs, uh, MVP. Um, and they want to cross all sports, you know, is soccer, there's, there's tennis in there, there's Horse racing for the Kentucky Derby. Some fun stuff. So definitely some fun stuff. So that went down. That draft went today. And uh, and I shared that sheet with you, Adam, so you could kind of uh, take a quick look and uh, and figured I would uh, ask you your thoughts on, uh, on on some of the picks that I made. Let's start with the, uh, I guess, the, uh, the early ones, and we kind of go on from there. As soon as I make this pick in this draft, and Adam, I don't even know where I'm going to go in this draft right now. I guess I got to go with it. This guy here, and ay, ay, ay. where are you at on the pitching front, Adam? Are you all about taking that, all that starting pitching here? You're going to need to do it because everybody else is doing it. Nah, if I can, I'll try and get one arm early. Right. I'm just trying some different things here, given the fact that it's a mock draft and I can do some different things. But I don't know how how I'm how I'm really digging it right now. What do I need? Ay ay ay. Well, that's depressing. What's wrong? How are you, Adam? Say something. While I'm while I'm sitting here trying to make this the this pick. Yeah, now I'm just watching this uh Nets game here. James Harden's balling out again. 13 assists. His prop was 10 and a half. He keeps going over even though it's high every night. Uh, but he's just been crushing it for the Nets, especially as Durant is out. And Durant might be out until after the All-Star break. They hope to get him back before, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Uh, if they just sit him out, let him get healthy, there's no need to push him because uh, they're they're rolling without him. There you go. There you go. Excellent vamping job with like a little side of play-by-play. Um, all right. You know what? We're gonna get to uh, we're gonna before we get to to my props here because I've made my pick, uh, and we'll just kind of go through it before I go over some strategy with Adam. Uh, say a shout out to our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site y'all got to be playing on, and here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. 
That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, Adam. So, again, the way it's set up is that, you know, you get the, the highest amount of money that you're spending uh, in the first round. And then in various increments, it goes down from 300 to 200 to 150, 100 twice, then 50, 50, 25, 25. And then you get $100 for your parlay. So my thought process on this was obviously for the, you know, more expensive ones in the front. Go a little bit more towards the favorite, go a little chalky, and then you know increase my my risk and go for some of the more long shots because that's one of the things that we talked about last year. The guys who won they hit with three long shots, and that was it. That was the end of it. So playing it safe wasn't really the strategy here. Did I play it too safe here though? Um, with going with some you know early easy picks and then waiting a little later on for my long shots. No, I mean, if you hit them, then it's going to work. I mean, you know, we're look, we we saw one example where the guy won hit like what three long shots. I mean, it's hard to do that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it seems like oh well, that's the blueprint because we've seen one time it worked. Doesn't necessarily mean that it can. I mean, he could have easily lost all those. You know, like I think what he had Tampa winning the Super Bowl, Rogers winning MVP. I think those were two of them, right? Yeah, that was definitely two of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, you need a lot to go right for that to happen. So I don't know if it's the it's if that's the correct blueprint, just because we saw it win once. Right. What? Where do you stand on futures? Like it, it seems to me like you know, obviously, when you need a a lot to happen, um, you know, you, you don't like to bet that. I mean, or am I wrong? Do you like betting futures at all? Do you like, you know, throwing some darts? The reason why I usually don't do them is because you got to wait so long for it to happen. You know what I mean? Like you put money down and now you got to wait six months. It's not really fun to me when I can do it that night. Okay. You need a little bit more of a, a quicker return on your investment. Well, that's what season long fantasy baseball football and for it's bad enough. I got to wait for that. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, unless you really feel strongly about something like draft night, when I saw Edwards Hiller get drafted by the chiefs, I immediately put money on him to ruin rookie of the year after the first round. Cause the odds were pretty good. It didn't work out, but I thought at the time it was, you know, he was in a spot to succeed. Right. Okay, well, so um, 
again, I figured play it safe kind of early. Um, you know, they, they list it, you know, on the, uh, on the whole thing, the leaderboard of basically what your maximum upside is. If you hit all your, you know, all your, your, your bets. And, uh, and I'm like right there in the middle with like, with upside, you know, it's like about 10 grand in upside on my thousand dollar, uh, you know, budget right there. And that actually sits like in the middle, kind of closer to the back end of, you know, who's really swinging for the fences. I mean, Nando, Nando went bonkers, uh, with his parlay at the end, which, you know, he just, you know, banged out a, uh, a whole mess of, um, very funny ones. Where's Nando's? Nando with his parlay. It was killer. It was um, like Pete Alonzo. Yeah, it was. Uh, where is his? Why am I missing? Pete Alonzo, home run leader at All Star break. Yep. David Pasternak, Hard Trophy, Lamelo Ball, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. So one was you know the the Pete Alonzo was uh, was plus two thousand plus thirty four hundred was Pasternak. And then, you know, Mello is the uh, is the obvious favorite there. So, you know, he's got the one right there, but then he's like swinging for the fences. I played a little safer with my parlay. St. Louis Cardinals division leader at the uh, at the All-Star break. Um, Houston Astros division leader at the All-Star break. And then uh, Man City. I was talking to uh, um, what I was talking to Steve Pimental from Fantasy Alarm. He does all our EPL work. Over there, and he said that the odds actually just changed, and they just like really, you know, there's like a forty percent chance of Man City winning now. So to get him where I was getting him was uh, was actually a, a pretty nice value as well. So you know, I kind of played it safe with that as far as swinging for the fences, but I got some upside there. I got a little bit, and uh, I kind of digging on it. Um, so the early ones, LeBron James MVP plus one fifty. Kind of figured that was like a, a pretty chalky, yeah. Yeah, especially since he is the favorite right now, and with Anthony Davis out, it's gonna enable him to put up even bigger numbers. Uh, but uh, I think they're gonna struggle to win games. We've already seen it. You know, they lost to the Wizards on Monday night, and now they're third in the Western Conference. And uh, I could see them being the three seed. And maybe even the four, because uh, you know Dennis Schroeder is out too. So I think they have some issues right now. But uh, they're going to need LeBron to really carry them. There was some talk about them resting him a little bit at some point, maybe before the All Star break. But I don't think they're going to be able to to do it extensively um, because they're going to need him to carry this team. And uh, they got to. They're in Utah Wednesday night. That's not good. But then they have a stretch, Portland, Golden State, you know, games they should win, Phoenix and Sacramento before the All-Star break. So, uh, you know, he's led them in scoring in four of the last five games. So the stats are going to be there. Now it's a matter of what do the guys behind him do? Do they have these big, ridiculous uh, stats that they put up that dwarf LeBron? But I think he's in position – to win it as long as he plays well. Yeah. I mean, how much do they take into or do they take into account? You know, usually we see, you know, MVP, uh, you know, in baseball, it's like, you know, it's like who's got the biggest power numbers, you know, for the regular season. And it kind of sits like that. And, you know, if he's on a, a winning team, it obviously, uh, you know, kind of in, you know, is, is baked in a little bit there. 
Um, if uh, if the Lakers, I mean, listen, the Lakers are going to make the playoffs, right? I mean, I don't I don't see them not making the playoffs, uh, and LeBron kind of carrying them that whole way. Isn't that really what they kind of want to do, need to do? Um, I mean, he's got to put up big stats, but they also have, if they keep losing like this, it's going to hurt his candidacy. Okay. But if really is that, that's going to hurt the candidacy if they're yeah. not like if winning every losing, single game, they've lost four out of five. They're third in the, in the Western conference. Now the Suns are about to pass them. So if they're the fourth seed in the West, yeah, it's going to hurt them. All right. Okay. So not such a chalky pick after all then to you and not, not a well, pick you would make. Um, no, I mean, I still think it's his, but I think it's, it's not as easy as it was before. I mean, Joel Embiid's right behind him and Embiid's playing at an MVP level. My concern with Embiid is he sits too many games because of his back issue. But if he doesn't sit out as much, he's got a shot. Uh, Nikola Jokic is putting up the numbers. Um, it's hard. I mean, Harden's at plus 5,000 right now, which is kind of insane because Harden is playing at an insane level. But with Durant there, and Durant's ahead of him, I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, Durant's missed so much time. Like, why is Durant Why does Durant have better odds than James Harden right now? Uh, that, that makes no sense to me. I, I don't know. It makes no sense to me because uh, Harden's been playing every game. So, oh, goodness. It was 242, and Fox just hit a three with 16 seconds left to put it over. So, so it go over it. it. Yeah. But for a second there, it looked kind of scary. And this is the first day that there's fans in the building, too, in the uh, New York area. First, the Knits, uh, Knicks and Nets have fans there today. Not really? a lot. Yeah, not a lot. It's like, I think, maybe a max of 2,000. And uh, Lisa Ann told me, like, the VIP package they were offering for the Nets was ridiculous. So it was like $5,000 for four people. But they bring all this food to you. I'm like, that's still not worth it. <laughs> She's like, oh, I kind of want to go, but the problem, like, yeah, okay, but <laughs> five thousand dollars? Come on, man, for four people. All righty, all right. Getting back to, uh, well, yeah, to I this. still, I, I think he's he's still the favorite, but you know, yeah, yeah. there's definitely uh, some concern there now. Uh, what? Some of these odds don't make sense. Like Steph Curry's fourth, bro. How Steph Curry? Like, and Curry's had a great year, but like. That's name value, man. Like, how's he out of a Damian Lillard, man? <laughs> Come on, man. Stupid, man. I didn't make the odds. I didn't create them. Yeah, they're dumb sometimes, man. <laughs> All right. So uh, one of the things I was doing as we were going through this, I was talking to my hockey guys. I've been getting more into hockey. I know the player pool a lot better. I know the situations that going that's going on. So I know that you're not, you know, following hockey as closely as I am. Uh, I went a little hockey crazy on mine. You know, uh, Kaprizov is the uh, as the, the the Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year. I took the Bruins at plus nine hundred um, on one hundred and fifty to um, to win the whole thing. I took the Vezina Trophy uh, long shot with Mark. Isn't it the Vezina? Vezina, Vezina, I don't know. Vezina, the best goalie, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vezina? Yeah. Vezina? Whatever, dude. Um, and, then, uh, and then Patrick Kane, the Hart Trophy. 
So I went a little hockey crazy here in honor of my uh, my hockey world. So I won't ask you about those. Um, I did, however, uh, I, I hit you up. I asked you who the dark horse was for the East in the NBA. Um, was wavering between Toronto and the Heat, both at uh, 1,600. Uh, you tell me Toronto, why am I going Toronto over the Heat? No Jimmy Buckets. Uh, yeah, Toronto's been playing better. They're losing tonight to Philly, but they just beat Philly the other night. They're going into this game seven and three in their last 10, and they've been playing without Kyle Lowry lately. Um, you know, their wins recently have been two over the Bucks in the game against the Sixers, even though it looks like they're going to lose here on Tuesday night to Philly again. Uh, but they've just been playing a lot better, and they have a lot of guys that have experience making that championship run, even though it was Kawhi who was really the main factor, but they have guys who have been there and veterans like Lowry and, you know, Van Fleet and his experience in Siakam. So uh, I could see them making a run. It, it's, it's, it's difficult to see anyone outside of the top three right now, besides Brooklyn, Philly, and Milwaukee, who, again, I, I think has some issues. Um, but anyone in that group, it, it would be Toronto for me. Okay. Well, I liked it. It was nice. Not a huge bet, uh, but plus 1,600. Uh, rocks out on there. Adam, are you a horse guy at all? You know the Kentucky Derby at all? No. You seem like you'd be a horse guy. Why? I don't know. I just feel like you've got that kind of like I grew up in Queens. Uh, I love going to Aqueduct and, uh, and and all that sort of kind of thing. Nah, I don't even think I've watched a horse race live. I've been to, what was I at Belmont for? I was at Belmont, but it wasn't, I think it was like maybe a fair. And then I was also at uh what's the name of that mammoth but that was for some fantasy football event i didn't even watch any of the races so now nah, i've actually never seen any horse racing live and i'm near yeah. the meadowlands too so now nah, i've never seen any of it live all right but okay so you don't know the ponies you don't do the ponies soccer no nah. nah. any fringe sports are you just the, the the main baseball football basketball that's it yeah, I mean, I got into a little golf during the pandemic, watched a little bit, bet on it. But now real sports are on, so I don't have time for it. I'll watch a little MMA here and there, a little boxing here and there. But, you know, I don't follow those sports closely. All right. Okay. Well, then I, you know, I guess there's there's not much to say about the fringe bets or anything like that. You don't know. Who's going to win the Euro 2021, right? No you don't clue. Even, you don't even know who's in the Kentucky Derby. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, all right, then. All right. Good stuff, then. Good stuff all around. <laughs> you guys can check out the, uh, uh, you know, you got to follow. Um, well, let me ask you this before I before I break off of this. What would have been your strategy in the parlay? By the time you know, you got to the end there, you know, you were like sitting there middle of the road and possible return um, for the parlay. You just continue to play it safe and go with the uh, a lot of the favorites since you need all three to hit. Or do you swing for the fence on maybe one of them? Wait, so with the parlay, you're allowed to use what someone else used already? Yes, you are allowed uh -huh. to use something somebody else used. Yeah, I probably would have done one, one safe one. Well, not safe, nothing safe, maybe one heavy favorite. And then, see, I, I don't know about the Hart Trophy for Nando. I don't know, but I think the Alonzo Homer. Astronaut, he's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I mean, what? Oh, as far as like whether or not it was a good pick? 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I know it's a long shot, but I don't know how much because I'm not familiar with hockey. Oh, so. yeah. He's, um, I think he was like, uh, oh, what was it? Was he plus 2,000 or something like that? Okay. But I do like the Alonzo Holman. Oh, leader plus 34. He was 3,400, actually. 3,400. So pretty, pretty big swing for the fence. And Alonzo was 2,000. Yeah, I think the Alonzo one is absolutely possible. I mean, he started to hit home runs down the stretch last year after a slow start. And he's one of mm-hmm. the elite power hitters in the game. So I like that one. That's an excellent long shot. So maybe I would have done that. The LaMelo ball seems pretty safe. I mean, it's pretty much his to lose at this point. Uh, I think Tyrese, I don't know who's second, but Tyrese Halliburton from Sacramento has played phenomenal. Let me, let me see right now. Yeah. Halliburton second. LaMelo's minus 500 on DK. Halliburton's plus 600. Anthony Edwards is plus 1,000. He's played better. I mean, it's LaMelo Balls to lose. He'd have to really play terrible. Uh, Halliburton has played excellent. Uh, so that's a good one. And then I like the Alonzo one. And I might have gone a, maybe another safer one. Um, but, you know, parlays, swing for the fences. Like, whenever I get these free bets, I, I put in parlays because it's a free bet. So that happened right. to me yesterday. And unfortunately, I put in a five-team parlay and I lost one leg, man. So, but... That's it's it's house money. So I'm swinging for the fences. I might have done. Maybe I would have done something a little bit different. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he could have he could have done the Alonzo one with like. A LeBron James MVP, LaMelo Ball rookie of the year, or maybe a. Gonzaga NCAA champs. I know they've been them and Baylor are the two dominant teams in college basketball. Yeah, but I don't know who's better. I haven't watched enough. Um, the odds actually, Baylor. Uh, I think Baylor's got better odds. Oh no, 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 no. Gonzaga's got Gonzaga, better. Yeah, Gonzaga's got better odds. They're considered the uh, the the team you want. But yeah, I mean, putting one long shot in there that you think realistically hit, I think it's fine. And I I I do think that Alonzo one is is one that can hit. Yeah, I like that Alonzo one as well. I thought that was pretty good. I was uh, I was threw down uh, in one of mine. I, I put Aaron Judge actually, not in my yeah, that's line, fine too. Just in my you know at two thousand to one, um, I think I, I was like a hundred or hundred and fifty that I put on that. Um, you know, yeah, I was kind of looking at, at at some of those. I was thinking about Eloy Jimenez at plus eighteen hundred, Jordan Alvarez at plus three thousand. Using those as uh, some of the long shots. Yeah. Anywho. All right. I got nothing else for you, Adam. You got anything else for me? On this? No. Did you like it or did you like the other one better? Um, I actually like this one better. I really did. I, I wish they handled the parlay a little differently. Like the parlay because you could take something that somebody else used in the uh, in the draft it just kind of became a free for all. Like everybody, we went snake order for the the nine rounds, and then going into the parlay, people were just filling in haphazardly. And so you could actually kind of sit there and look and and see. And that there, you know, I mean, if you want to talk about like a little game theory, but you could just sit there and wait and see who's taking you know the more chalky picks, and then go the opposite way if you felt you needed to. I felt like they should have done the parlay. Uh, you know, in snake form. But then again, that kind of favors the people at the tail end of that part of the draft because they can see if they, you know, if they need to go chalk or if they need to like really swing for the fences. Right. So tough spot to, 
to kind of choose there. But, you know, overall, I mean, listen, I, you know, I'm like you, you know, it's like I'll, I'll forget if I don't save this document somewhere. Uh, I, I won't even remember who it was. I don't remember. I, I think last year, I think you and I, because we got snaked on the Calvin Ridley. Yeah, with the third freaking pick. With the third pick, right? Like, like you know, that whole thing. Like, that's really, that's the only one I remember that we we took last year. Or that we were going to take. And we ended up taking Michael Thomas with the, uh, <laughs> I think, with the uh, the nine, with the over eight touchdowns. Yeah. And, of course, he gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it was like that. So, you know, I mean, you look at some of these and it's like, you know, if you're going to be dead, uh, you know. On it, on one of them immediately. You know, you should know. Yeah, so, we had Beckham, and he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it was a good thing you weren't in this one there, and uh, everybody will stay healthy. Nah, it's sports. Not gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. You know what? As long as my horse comes in on the Kentucky Derby, you believe this? I got sniped on my Kentucky Derby pick. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> like who's like nobody was picking horses and then one guy took a horse um and then i was like okay i'm getting ready i'm gonna do uh, i'm gonna do the horse was concert tour right if there's like a, a better horse name for me concert tour and literally the dude right in front of me the following round took it Couldn't that's brutal it. yeah and you also don't think he would get sniped in, in something like this and yet we did in our first pick Oh, I got sniped all over in this one here. All over in this one. Oh, wait. Wow, my axis isn't ex expired. Um, what did I get sniped on? It's kind of funny. Oh, I got sniped on the uh, Manchester City. Um, I used them in my parlay, but, you know, I, I got sniped there. Um, like, I, I got sniped on, like, odd ones, like oddball ones. Um, who was... Oh, there was another good one there also. Like a, like a real oddball kind of thing. It was, uh, oh, the Euro winner. It was Belgium to win the Euro 2021. Like, I got sniped on that. Like, how do you... <laughs> 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 I got sniped on the Kentucky Derby, Euro 2021, and the Champions League. And, uh, and, and... Oh, and I got sniped on uh, Jordan, Jordan Alvarez. Uh, home run leader. Yeah, that's like, not a bad one either. Right. I was so I couldn't believe it. I was like, how really? It was really kind of funny because I didn't think that, you know, I, I figured I'd get sniped on, you know, like NBA ones or maybe some MLB ones, but for those ancillary ones, uh, it was crazy. But I had to pick a Kentucky Derby winner, so I went with Candyman Rocket. Yeah, that would be my pick too. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Well, the funny thing was, was because I texted my wife. I was like, "Ooh, there's a there's a horse uh, here for the Kentucky Derby named Concert Tour." She's like, "Oh my god, you got to pick him. You got to put money on him." So I'm like, "Yeah, of course, of course." And then he gets taken. So I text her immediately. I'm like, "Hot Rod Charlie or Candyman Rocket?" I don't know anything about these horses. The odds are exactly the same at plus two thousand. So I was like, "Fuck it, just." Uh, have a little fun with it there. So come Kentucky Derby time, uh, Adam, we're going to put all of our money on Candyman Rocket and Concert Tour. Is the Kentucky Derby May or June like it usually is? Is I it back so. on norm? I think so. Okay. Pretty sure. 
I don't know dick about horses. I think uh, I, I saw it in like a movie somewhere that if you were going to pick the Kentucky Derby winner, uh, you had to see which uh, which owner's wife was dressed more to the nines because she knew she was going to be in the in the uh, the winner circle. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not. We'll find out. You'll just have to do an experiment. Kind of means that the fix is in, doesn't it? Could be. Well, I mean, sometimes it's the favorite usually wins. Not all the time, but there are times where it happens. So especially, you know, the first two legs of the Triple Crown, you'll see the same horse win. And then obviously the third is always the toughest. Well, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. All right. Well, so that was it. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Nice crew. It all, you know what it was? It, it all moved smoothly. Like we were done with this thing in like literally like 45 minutes. And they were still, they still, they were doing a, they set aside a two hour broadcast. Damn, 45 minutes? For, well, maybe it took like closer to an hour. Right. What time did I, I hit you up? I was like, All right, I can go now if you want. I think it was like 920, maybe. OK, so, yeah, we went through that pretty quickly. So I felt good about that. I definitely felt good about that. Well done, everybody. Um. All right. Well, Adam, you can go sweat out the rest of your NBA night. I'm going to finish up the uh, Fantasy Alarm mock draft here. I need and, uh, Dallas. I need Dallas Boston to go to overtime. You need Dallas Boston to go to overtime. Well, I have Jason Tatum over seven and a half rebounds at plus money. He has six, and it's 105 104 with 37 seconds left. So I would like overtime in that game. Okay. I will do my absolute best of getting you uh, your overtime. Yeah, I'll send out all the, all the good vibes for you, baby. All the good vibes. Appreciate that. <laughs> you know, I'm good like that. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us here. Obviously, Adam and I completely sidetracked tonight. Um, we thank you so much for liking and subscribing. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. More MLB, NBA. Uh, maybe we'll even talk a little NFL. The Steelers are actually going to go with Big Ben, it seems. Adam, did you hear that news, by the way? Yeah, I'll believe it when everything is final. Oh, you know what? I said something very similar. So very well done. Um, all right, that's going to do it for us here tonight on Annie Up. Big thanks to all of you guys for liking and subscribing. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender, and we'll catch you next time.